AM, FM, streaming, and now a smartphone app at your service since 1983. WCHV. Joe Thomas in the morning at CPAC. Thanks to our friends at Spirit of Virginia, spiritofvirginia.org, uh, and help them uh, reignite the spirit of Virginia, uh, that spirit that led guys like Madison and Jefferson and Washington and Mason. Always prickly when you bring up Mason and Patrick Henry. But remember, like, and, and this, this really rankles people. But when everyone was mad about Bob Good and Andy Biggs and all the folks standing firm to get concessions from incoming Speaker of the House Kevin um, McCarthy, everyone said, that's just wrong. Come on, get with the program. I mean, what, what would have happened to Patrick Henry and George Mason if, if the same attitude existed in 1789 when they stood up at the Constitutional Convention and said, um, didn't we just fight a centralized government? Conservatism. See, George Mason is conservative. George Mason. Patrick Henry, there's debates. Again, who writes history? There's debates. Patrick Henry was just mad. Uh, he was going to lose power as governor of Virginia. I think Patrick Henry was beyond that. I, I don't think Patrick Henry was as worried. But, you know, he was worried for Virginia, perhaps, that if the governor of Virginia lost authority over Virginia, uh, there'd be problems. James Monroe, conservative. Why? Because he saw that it was intractable. And, and here's an interesting thing. I am told by people inside the whole battle royale over the speaker, and, it's n and I'm not being told this by members of the 5th Congressional District Office. I'm told this by other people in Washington, that the guy who went to Kevin McCarthy and said, here's the deal, was Bob Good. Bob Good said, here's, here's what we want, here's all we're asking you to do, and it was Kevin, and it was that I guess was it Saturday morning. Bob Good, Kevin McCarthy cut the deal, just like James Monroe cut the deal, got James Madison to come up with, based on George Mason's Virginia Bill of Rights, the Bill of Rights, the Bill of Rights that still is being debated in the Supreme Court as to whether the president has the authority just to tell people, you know what. Forget paying your loans back. I'm just giving away money. The magic money machine of government. So while we have a moment, and since the debate here at CPAC is always, who is more conservative? Russell Kirk, if you go to kirkcenter.org, there's a list. It's just 10 conservative principles. And reading a conservative mind takes a lot longer than, than we have time for. But these 10 conservative principles are pretty easy to figure out. And the Kirk Center, Russell Kirk, put these together so that people could have an easy reference guide. So here they are. 
First, the conservative believes that there exists an enduring moral order, that order is made for man and man is made for it. Human nature is a constant and moral truths are permanent. Then he goes into explaining a little bit of that. Second, the conservative adheres to custom convention and continuity. The destroyers of customs demolish more than they know or desire. It is through convention, a word much abused in our time, that we contrive to avoid perpetual disputes about rights and duties. Law at base of a body of conventions, continuity is the means of linking generation to generation. He goes on to point out that conservatives, though champions of custom, use that custom to bring about change when change is necessary. I'll get into that. Third, conservatives believe in what may be called the principle of prescription. Con that is the, the concept that we all stand on the shoulders of those who went before us. Fourth, Conservatives are guided by their principle of prudence. Burke and Plato both say the statesman, in the statesman, prudence is chief among virtues. Any public measure ought to be judged by its probable long-run consequences. How many times have we heard Rob Bell, conservative, say that very thing when he looked at things he was going to bring forward in the Virginia General Assembly? Fifth, this is Russell Kirk. You can read them for yourself, and there's more under each heading, kirkcenter.org. Fifth, conservatives pay attention to the principle of variety. Again, flying in the face of what all the, you guys are just stuck in the mud. Conservatives feel affection for the proliferating, is this decaf? Intricacy of long-established social institutions and modes of life as distinguished from the narrowing uniformity and deadening egalitarianism of radical systems. How is it I can say egalitarianism, but I can't say proliferating? Sixth, conservatives are chastened, chastened by their principle of imperfectibility. Conservatives understand that we are all imperfect. If you have a conservative or somebody espousing conservatives that tell you they are the be-all, end-all, they're not conservative. Seventh, conservatives are persuaded that freedom and property are closely linked. Go back to this program's description of the property rights election when we had a con constitutional amendment redoubling down the individual citizens' protections from government takings on property rights that even in the city of charlottesville facing a democratic party-led campaign against it 65 percent of charlottesville charlottesville city of charlottesville residents voted for it eighth conservatives uphold voluntary community quite as they oppose involuntary collectivism how many times have you heard me say that voluntary community over involuntary collectivism it's not that we don't want to help the poor. We just want to be able to say, here's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to work at a soup kitchen, that kind of thing. Ninth, the conservative perceives the need for prudent restraints upon power and upon human passions. It's why Mason wanted the Bill of Rights, because he knew a room full of, say, 535 men and women, uh, they each come with seven vices 
seven weaknesses each. You do the math. And 10th, again, you can read this at kirkcenter.org, the thinking conservative understands that permanence and change must be recognized and reconciled in a vigorous society. It's not that conservatives don't want change. It's that they want change governed by prudence, that, that debate and convention have to be reconciled in, in this approach to change. Anyway, again, kirkcenter.org, 10 conservative principles. Since we're here at the Conservative Political Action Conference, and most of this weekend will be, who's the most conservative? Being tuned in means caring about what happens to you, not politicians. Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV.